This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. Good morning. I am your host, Carl Miller, principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, LLC, located at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg, your caring, competent, trusted advisor for real estate sales and service. So today we'll talk about best tips for first-time home buyers, and in the second half, we'll, we'll review some national housing news stories and how they compare with Greater Lynchburg and what's going on in the national markets. Special thanks to Fortress Foundation Solutions for sponsoring our show this month. Fortress Foundation Solutions is a locally owned company that takes pride in protecting your home. They specialize in basement waterproofing, foundation repair, crawl space encapsulation, and concrete leveling. With free estimates and professional service, trust the local experts at Fortress Foundation Solutions. For all things basementy, visit FortressFoundationSolutions.com. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. This week's featured listing is a one-level condo located in Forest in Jefferson Villas subdivision. 1205 Jefferson Way offers maintenance-free living, a pool, clubhouse, walking trails, and this unit features three true bedrooms, two full bathrooms, a two-car attached garage, and 1,710 square feet. The best part is all of this finished footage is on one level. There are no steps in this home, not even from the garage. It's a great home and community, and the HOA ensures all exterior maintenance is provided, including the snow removal. Don't miss out on this unit. Recent sales in Jefferson Villas were over $310,000, but this one is priced at just two ninety nine nine. So joining us today in studio is Yancey Campbell, our marketing director for Carl Miller Realty. Good morning, Yancey. Good morning. You know, we continue to sponsor various community events and wanted to bring you up to speed, our listeners up to speed on some of the things we've got going on at our office. And why don't you share with us a few of the things that we're involved with right now, Yancey? Yeah, absolutely. So as we've been talking about, we've got the shoe drive going on. That was um, July 31st through August 31st. So that's still going. We've had a great um, response to that and pretty sure they're on their 30th bag that they filled. So that's wonderful. Um, we have our upcoming Virginia 10 miler race on September 24th and we are a proud sponsor of that. And we actually announced a giveaway that we're doing um on our Instagram and Facebook this morning, and we want you to come run with us. So if you tag three friends in the comments, like the photo, and follow our page, you have a chance to win a free entry into the 10-mile race, and two winners will be announced on Friday the 13th. Very good. So so all they have to do is, what, tag three friends? Yep, they've got to tag three friends okay. in the comments, mm -hmm. like the photo, and follow our page. It's pretty simple. Right, and you can find us at Carl Miller Realty, both on Instagram and Facebook. On Facebook, Correct. yeah. Very We're good. We're also sponsoring the Dunbar Theater Play that's playing this weekend. The first show was last night, um, performances today, Saturday at 2 p.m., and 7 p.m., and then one more tomorrow on Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. Tickets are available at lynchburgtickets.com or at the door. That's right. And then we are also sponsoring, we, we, we contribute pretty heavily to some of the local arts organizations, including the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra. And we're supporting a, a fun outdoor concert. It's about a week and a half away. 
Thursday evening, August 19th. And this is over at the Humankind campus. Uh, last year, the Lynchburg Symphony did an outdoor private event on the campus. It was you know, in the middle of COVID, and it was a by-invitation event. But uh, this this week, uh, this year, it is open to the public, and it is a ticketed event. Uh, tickets are $75 each or $150 per couple, and there's still a limited number of special reserved tables available for $500, and those seat up to six people. And so it, it's going to be a fun time to Humankind Campus is very beautiful. It is. And uh, Maestro David Glover will be there. Um, dress is casual uh, with tables and chairs provided. So if you want more information, uh, check out the lynchburgsymphony.org to get tickets. And again, it's called the Summer Twilight Concert, Thursday, August 19th at 7 o'clock. And we're sponsoring that as well. So check that out. And we'll bring Mike uh, on as a guest, the president of the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra Board. We'll bring him on board Uh next week's show to talk more about that sounds like a great event it should be fun well last week we talked about five reasons why to buy a home this summer and or fall and to recap we shared number one affordability number two for equity number three for investment number four to right size and number five to hold and enjoy and we kind of expounded on those five topics along with some other things last week and and by the way if you want to catch last week's show or any of other shows uh, check out the carl miller show podcast it's on all the podcast platforms you can also find those on our website carlmillerrealty.com and and, uh, we interviewed the dunbar theater uh, directors the the carters and that was just a lot of fun if you haven't listened to that if you missed the show last week it's worth going back and checking out the second half of our show it's it's up there on our website it's on the carl miller show podcast platform any platform that you use for podcasts we do archive all of our shows so if there's a topic you missed or you thought of somebody during the show that this would be a good show for um, Mm -hmm. refer them to that so today we'll talk about five uh, tips for first-time buyers. We talked about just the opportunities in the marketplace last week. And so five tips for first-time buyers. We have a lot of content today. I don't want to get in the weeds too much, but I'm going to get into some details specifically on financing. And uh, But here's the five tips. So number one, talk with a local lender. Number two, contract with a good local real estate professional, good realtor or broker. Number three, get on with the search. And we'll talk about what that means in, on the second half of the show. Number four, lean into your home inspector and be comfortable with the condition and maintenance items revealed before moving forward. And fifth, keep the end in mind. Mm -hmm. So the number one challenge, the number one thing holding most first-time homebuyers back from buying a home is the source of money. And and just that's so critical that you kind of get that financial piece kind of figured out when you're buying a home. So the very first step is to talk with a local lender. And I do emphasize local because there's just a higher level of accountability and service you get when you have a local you know, mortgage broker or local lender that you're working with where you can walk into their office. They know a lot of times the real estate agents that are involved, the agents know that lender. And it's just so much smoother of a transaction because there's just a higher level of accountability there as opposed to calling an 800 number and kind of getting a uh, somebody in a cubicle and all you are to that person, him or her, is a case file number and maybe a name. Maybe they get to know your name by the end of the transaction. Mm-hmm. But really, you know, it's it's just a challenge. And they're doing deals all over the U.S. And, and again, that model works for some folks. But really, if you have somebody local, you're going to avoid a lot of pitfalls and you'll have more personalized service all the way down through. I agree. I so agree. 
So the, 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 what you need to figure out as a first-time buyer is, in talking with your local lender, is what type of loan will you get? How much money do you need to close? And you know, and your lender can kind of guide you through the down payment and the closing costs and all of that. And and you know, making sure you have enough cash reserves. And one of the things that's important to do is to make sure that you have a good, solid credit score. Um, a lot of first-time home buyers are coming out of college recently or getting their first job and you know, are building credit, quite frankly. And to access your credit score and reports, annualcreditreport.com is a, one place you can go where you can get a free copy of your report every 12 months from each reporting company. It doesn't include your score, though. You'll have to go to each company for that, and you'll have to pay a small fee for that. But you can at least get a free copy of your report. And uh, and sometimes some of the credit card companies, um, for specifically Discover and Capital One, they offer free access to your scores and reports. Mm -hmm. And your credit card may be able to do that for you as well if you've got a credit card. And so review that credit score history. Assess where you stand. And the higher your score, the better your opportunities are. Um, if you have a score that's below 620, you're probably not going to be able to get into a house. You're going to need at least a 620, at the very, very minimum of 580. And uh, But the higher your score, the better interest rate you'll get, the better insurance rate you're going to get, and you'll be able to be more easily and quickly qualified. Um, one thing you can do if you find a credit score with error errors on it, and, and by the way, in 2013, the uh, Federal Trade Commission found that uh, 5% of credit reports contain errors that can ding your score. So if you spot any, just start by sending a dispute letter to the Bureau, provide documentation that you need per the FTC guidelines, that's the Federal Trade Commission. And, and there's ways to do it. Your lender, by the way, can guide you through how to mm -hmm. do that. Um, erase the one-time mistakes. And sometimes you know, life happens and you make a late payment or two. Call the company that registered that late payment and just ask that it be removed from your record. Uh, if you, especially if you don't have a history of late payments, you know if you've got one, one or two, most companies will just tell their credit reporting division to remove this from the report. Now this won't work if you have a history of late payments. If you're consistently late, um, that won't work. But if you, if you have an accident or a small error, it's just an easy way to quickly bump up and boost up your credit score. Um, increase your limits. One no-brainer way to increase your credit score is just simply pay off your debt. Um, it's not an option for some of us right now. I mean, that sounds easy to do, but if you've got you know, $10,000 of debt and not $10,000 in your account, that's right. impossible <laughs> to do. But there is a little loophole you can do, and that is uh, call your credit card companies and ask them to increase your credit limit instead. Mm -hmm. And what this does, this improves your debt-to-credit ratio which compares how much you owe to how much you can borrow. Smart, and it's yeah. one way to just bump up your, your credit score. Um, pay on time, and we've talked about this already. If you're late with payments, uh, just make sure you change that. And, and you, know, you have the power to improve your credit score yourself. Commit to always paying your bills on time. Sign up for automatic payments, and that mm -hmm. way it's guaranteed to get done. And uh, there's a, a great book I read a while back, uh, Yancey. It's from David Bach, and it's about uh, – let's see. Well, he's, he's got a bunch of them, but he, he wrote a book called um, – uh, smart couples finish rich, and he wrote a book called "Smart Women Finish Rich," and all these different smart fill-in-the-blank people finish rich. But that's one thing he's really big about is just making sure you have automatic payments because yep. if you don't, rather than trying to budget and doing budget, you just do automatic payments and even including automatic savings, it it becomes pain-free. Really yeah. yeah, give yourself time. Um, sometimes negative items like habitually late or non-existent payments they stay on your report for up to seven years. Um, 
the good news, changing your habits makes a big difference in your payment history. In that segment, there's there's different segments of credit reports. So if you can change your habits, the, the, the recent history, which accounts, by the way, for 35% of your score, it'll start, it'll start to improve immediately if you can just give yourself some time with that once you've kind of made those habit changes. So once you've set yourself up on a better path, then tackle the next major hurdle, which is saving for a down payment. And, and I guess... The reason I'm spending so much time talking about improving your credit scores and just getting the financing financing solid, because the foundation for successfully buying a home really starts with the financing and the credit score and all of that. Sellers, they want to have confidence in, in a buyer's ability to buy. Yep. So when they receive that uh, purchase agreement from you as a first-time buyer, that's their biggest question. Will this loan close? And and so having a good, solid credit score will then empower you as a buyer to, along with a bank letter, a local bank letter, will just empower you to move forward with confidence in, in, in not having a surprise on the financing side. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes contracts, you can probably attest to this, you've probably seen it, those fall through because the buyer's financing mm-hmm. wasn't set in stone. Right. So it's really important to have those things. It's it's very important, and, that, and that's too why it's just so critical to have a local lender, because a local lender, they're mm-hmm. going to be honest about it too. We've, I mean, we haven't had any recently, but we've we have had in the past you know, honestly, just bad paper. You know, the lender letter yep. comes in and you, you, you want to think, okay, but there's a bank letter, but the bank hasn't, the lender hasn't done their job. They haven't even pulled the credit report right. or they haven't verified income debt ratios or income and assets and, and uh, you know, the, the, the full amount of the debts. And mm-hmm. so people get blindsided sometimes in the middle of a transaction and that that's just not a fun place to be. No, not at all. So the second thing you want to do in setting yourself up for success as a first-time home buyer is to contract with a great buyer's agent's. And so agents represent either sellers or buyers in a transaction. And when you see a sign in the yard, you know, that that listing agent has a contract with the seller to represent the seller and get them where they want to go for the best terms possible. Uh, in Virginia and all other states now, too, buyers have the right to be represented. So just like that agent has a – I mean, that seller has an agent working for them, you have that same right to be represented. So a good agent is going to represent your best interest as a buyer. They're going to advocate on your behalf and negotiate on your behalf. A great agent will be able to source critical information from their peer who represents the seller. So things like ideal timing to close or possess on the home, uh, the presence of other offers. You know, those are things you want to know if you're making an offer in a house. How, mm-hmm. Are there other offers that have come in on this property already? Um, they can feel out, you know, the seller's willingness to convey personal property. Like maybe there's a washer and dryer there that you want as a first-time buyer. It's not offered in the MLS. Well, sometimes a quick conversation with you by your agent with their agent, will gather that information if, if that's something that's negotiable. Or, you know, in the event the home needs some updates, you know, sometimes we go into houses and you just see, oh my goodness, you know, this we like this house, but we're going to have to do something about these floors. You know, for example, right, right. I had a house I showed this week and that was the case. The floors just needed to be replaced in the three bedrooms and it was very obvious. And, I, and the seller knew it and the listing agent knew it. So, you know, the conversation I had was, hey, you know, Mr. You know, listing agent, you know, would your seller be willing to work with my buyer on getting new floors in those bedrooms at mm-hmm. or before closing? And, you know, so we just gathered that information. And sometimes if the home is priced really super aggressive, that's not going to be an option, especially in today's seller's right, market. But right. but sometimes it is. Yeah, we know about it. And, yeah, we're willing to do that with an acceptable offer. So, you know, your, your agent can feel that out. For sure. So uh, the other thing they can do is uh, just, you know, credit. Yeah, so there's ways you can get around that. We, in that case there, what we're going to do is we're going to have the seller write a, write a check at closing to a flooring contractor 
and and then the buyer can have that installed at their conveniences after it closes. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's ways you can negotiate that. A great agent is also going to advise you on market conditions or maybe specifically the community comparables or the school district that they're in. A great agent will also provide guidance throughout the entire transaction and coordination of the of closing the the deal after you go under contract. And there's just all these moving parts. You sit in our office, Yancy, and you kind of yeah, hear yeah. Aaron. We have a full-time transaction coordinator in our office, and you hear those conversations happening all the time with all of the coordinations with the lender, with the closing company, with mm-hmm. the documentation of all the processes. And just ensure that at least to the best of um, the buyer's agent's ability that the buyer's needs are met and things close on time and go smoothly. So we we typically have a little client tip of the week at this segment of the show, and I'm just going to reiterate just a little tip. It's a little hack, and and it's improving your credit score. You know, just going back to that, the credit scores can be improved if you have good unused credit lines opened. And one quick way to give your score a bump is just to call your credit card issuer and just ask for your credit line to be expanded. This is going to lower your debt debt to credit limits. And it's attractive to lenders. And if you give it about 30 to 45 days, you'll see a bump up in your score. Hmm. When we come back, we'll give three more tips for first-time home buyers, and also explore national and local market conditions. We're back with The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, Carl Miller. Carl Miller Realty LLC, principal broker, joined in studio by Yancey Campbell, the marketing director at our firm. And if you're just joining us, we're sponsoring the Virginia 10-Miler Race on September 25th. We have two race entries we are giving away. Yancey, for listeners just tuning in, how can they earn and win two entries? Yeah, so we posted on our social media this morning on Instagram and Facebook. So you go to that post and you tag three friends in the comments, like the photo, and follow our page for a chance to win a free entry into the 10-miler race. We're actually giving away two um, sign-ups for that. Two individual Yeah, two individual ones. So those will be selected on Friday the 13th, so that would be next week. And we will announce the winner on the radio show that sat following Saturday. That's wonderful. Great. So we're talking about first-time homebuyers today, and we talked about the need to work with a good local lender mm-hmm. with bonus materials on ways to improve your credit score. Spent a lot of time about that last segment. We talked about contracting with a great local realtor. The next three tips are get on with the search, lean into a home inspector after contracting, and keep the end game in mind. So what does it mean to get on with the search? Your agent will be able to set you up on a client portal that will notify you immediately as soon as a home that comes on the market that are within your requirements for a home. So I like to spend some time identifying what the requirements are for a home. And there's basically, when you're buying a house, remember this, buying a home, it's a process of elimination. You're only buying one home. you got to eliminate everything that doesn't meet your needs. And it really comes down to basically three things that every buyer buys when they like three different aspects of a property. Number one, they're comfortable with the location. Mm -hmm. And location can be things as simple as, oh, we just love this specific community. It's five minutes from, you know, my friend's house or my parents' house. It can also sometimes even mean school districts. If you have kids involved and you want to be in a certain school district, if that's a factor, but just the location. You can't change location. And and it can be on the macro micro level, like I don't want to be on a freeway. I want to be mm-hmm. in, a, in a cul-de-sac street neighborhood, you know, but location is one of the things you can't change. So it's important that you identify location. Number two is the architectural style features and condition 
of the house. So that's why it's so critical that you go into houses and you take a look and you note the condition and you note the, the architectural style and, and the floor plan, if you will, and, and just the upgrades of a house. I call yeah. that features because some homes are very updated, even if they were built in 1960, and others will feel like 1960 when that's you walk right. in. <laughs> so, and then the price range. And of course, price is basically determined by the market. We don't get to set the price as real estate agents. Unfortunately, if we did, I'd be very rich, and so would all my sellers, because we could just set the price whatever we want. But the market determines the price. And uh, as a buyer, just kind of know that um, your price range, it's really, really important. You have that dialed in with your lender and be very comfortable with the payments. But you're going to buy a home when you're comfortable with the price, you're comfortable with the location, and you're comfortable with the architectural style features Mm -hmm. and the condition of the house. So keep in mind, you're only buying one home, or most of us are. I wish I could buy more than one all the time. But uh, buying a home <laughs> is a process of elimination, so you want to eliminate the ones that just don't meet those criteria. And I'm going to skip over one really big step logistically, and that, that pertains to the actual purchase contract. You know, there's, that's a whole show by itself, just how to buy a home and the purchase contract and negotiations. But let's assume now you've made an offer, your offer was accepted, you have a ratified contract. The next step is the home inspection. And... We are seeing some offers come into our office now where those home inspections are being waived. I would highly advise not waiving a home inspection, especially as a first-time home buyer. Get mm-hmm. a home inspection. Now, in your offer, you may want to waive requesting repairs, but I would still highly advise getting a home inspection, making your contract contingent on a satisfactory home inspection report. Absolutely. Because a home inspection – sometimes will reveal, you know, large dollar problems. And Mm -hmm. and when that happens, you want to be able to negotiate your way either to getting those problems addressed. And if the seller is unwilling or unable to do so, then you have a choice to make as a buyer. You can either move forward knowing what you're buying, or you can bail out of the contract and have your earnest money deposit refunded to you. I would advise, though, when you're doing an inspection, Keep the big things the big things. You know, forego some of the more nitpicky type items, you know, scratches on the walls or a torn screen on one of the windows. You know, that's you're buying a, a home that's hundreds of thousands of dollars many times. And, you know, don't don't sweat the small stuff. That small stuff can be fixed, you know, for 10 or worst case, hundreds of dollars. But you do want to focus on the big items, especially if, if we don't have a lot of cash in reserves. Mm-hmm. And so that's, again, the home inspection. We've done shows about home inspection specifically. You can uh, search the Carl Miller Show archives on our podcast, and you can find those. They're titled. They're labeled. Uh, We've done that in the past. I can do it again, though, because it is a very pertinent topic. Finally, keep the end game in mind. You know, you're desiring a new home for a reason. Sometimes the emotion and the nerves cause us stressful circumstances, you know, in those stressful circumstances, just sometimes cause us to make proverbial mountains out of molehills. <laughs> yeah. The work and perseverance perseverance is worth it. Buying is hard. It's, it's almost like climbing a big mountain or running an ultra marathon. And I remember running my first ultra marathon and I, Yancey and I just experienced like every single emotion. You're just so excited. Yeah. You're with your friends at the start line. It's awesome. Woohoo! We're feeling good. And you get out there and you start running. And about ten miles in, like man, oh. this kind of sucks. This kinda, I mean, it hurts. <laughs> and you know, I got sick. I was throwing up. Oh, that's keep, awful. I couldn't keep food down. So you know, that's kind of what buying a house is. Sometimes you go through every <laughs> you go through every emotion. You're excited, and then yep. oh my gosh, this is hard. This hurts. This is awful. Yeah. Somebody didn't do what they said they were going to do, and and you just experience all those emotions. And uh, but then there's 
nothing like crossing the finish line and knowing that you've accomplished something that was hard. So and true. now you get to enjoy the rewards of owning your own home. And, you know, just imagine having, you know, your Thanksgiving party or your New Year's Eve party or spring events outside being celebrated in your new home this upcoming year. And the other thing, too, to keep in mind, if you ask almost any homeowner who's been a homeowner for two years or more, if they prefer renting over owning, Mm -hmm. by far the majority will continue to be homeowners for the rest of their lives. It's really hard to go back to renting after you've experienced that freedom and that joy of homeownership. So those are a few tips for first-time buyers specifically. If you have specific questions you'd like answered about first-time buyers or just buying in general, we'd be happy to address those on this show. Just hit us up on any of our social media platforms. I mean, reach us out. Reach out to us at Carmilla Realty on our Facebook or Instagram or send us an email at the office, and we'd be glad to uh, help you out with your questions specifically. Uh, national news updates. So there's been a few things kind of came down the pike that have made national headlines this week. One of them is the White House has pushed through extending tenant evictions. The The moratoriums have been extended, and, you know, there's some controversy as to whether or not this is constitutional or not, or it's just an interesting time. The CDC, the Centers for for Disease Control, they ban target areas that have experienced, and this is their words in quotes, substantial or high levels of COVID-19 transmission, which basically accounts for more than 80% of the U.S. counties. Yeah, yeah. So the action aims to buy states and localities more time to distribute the $47 billion in rental assistance designed to help tenants harmed by the pandemic who have fallen behind on their rent. As of June 30th, just $3 billion of that money had reached tenants and landlords. Uh, President Biden said, I asked the CDC to go back and consider other options, but... This thing has passed, and I think we're just probably waiting for a lawsuit to try to figure out and sort all of this out as to determine whether or not this is even constitutional or will hold up in court. But long story short, if you're a landlord trying to evict a tenant, this um, executive order, which was actually started in August 2020 by then-President President Donald Trump, you know, it has protected billions of tenants from eviction, mm-hmm. but it has created some serious financial hardships for landlords. And some states, including New York and California— have their own eviction moratoriums on top of the federal ones. Oh, wow. So it's it's interesting times. I got a good friend of mine up in Massachusetts, and they're dealing with this right now too. Um, so it's it's challenging, and I don't have the answers, but it is interesting news in the housing front that I thought was worth mentioning on air today on our real estate yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. And finally, pending sales are down nationally, almost 2% compared to May for the month of June. So now pending sales are the homes that are currently under contract, okay? And so the National Association of Realtors tracks these numbers pretty aggressively. But year over year, June pending sales, so comparing June 2020 to June 2021, we're up not 1.9%. Locally, so what? how does that mean in Lynchburg here? Locally pending sales numbers are likewise down, and it's actually more than 1.9%. In fact, as of this week on Friday, I just uh, did quick numbers, and I've been tracking this. I mean, every and if you follow me on Facebook, my personal page, I usually post up a quick uh, market update every Friday morning. And as of this Friday, the number of single-family homes pending sale in Lynchburg and three touching counties is actually down to under 450 homes. Oh, wow. And up until the end of June, we had 500 pending homes at any given time. So what we're seeing is inventory slowly creeping up. Pending sales numbers are actually down just a little bit. The market is slowly shifting, and I think that the craziness is getting a little bit less frantic for buyers and 
you know, there's just more options. That's so good news, especially it, for first-time home buyers. It's a great news for first-time home buyers. Yes, it is. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. All right, so there is a home that's not really what it seems, and that's this week's most popular home, according to Realtor.com. 6,000-square-foot suburban home's exterior is simply a facade for a commercial building. Inside, you'll find a wide-open floor plan, but nothing resembling a single-family home. I saw that. Somebody shared that on one of my social media yeah. pages. Looks like a house on the outside. Yeah, but it's a commercial. But did they say what it's used for? I didn't it, look at the It's a warehouse. I don't know okay. what it's used for, but I think it's kind of interesting. That is fun. That would be, you know what? Maybe maybe anybody trying to get a rezoning process going on Lynchburg could just do that, make, <laughs> make the facade look like the house. <laughs> right. And depending on what type of business, maybe that would win over yep. the city or the county to, to allow commercial rezone. Well, if you have real estate questions you want answered on the air, as stated before, send them to us. We're here. We're a learning organization. Send them to any of our social media platforms. I want to thanks, thanks again to our sponsor, which is Fortress Foundation Solutions. They offer, they specialize just in basement waterproofing and repairs and concrete lifting and all of that good stuff. And in their words, all things basementy. So visit FortressFoundationSolutions.com for more information for them. And we are here to serve. If you are looking to get a valuation of your home or you just would like to get more information and just make an informed decision as it pertains to you and your needs with moving and housing and right-sizing, we're here for you. I know you hear us on the show every week, but we are in the business of helping people get where they want to go. I would love to be your trusted advisor and, and at least give a free market analysis to you as if you're a listener today thinking about moving or upsizing or maybe just making a transition maybe in the next year or even in 2023. We're doing that all the time, free consultations and expert opinions and advice. That's what we're here for. We're your caring, competent, trusted advisor for all things real estate. Visit carlmillerrealty.com for more info. Until next Saturday, have a great weekend, everyone.